Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Locker Room Talk Uncut. Drew Garrison, Chad Penrod in the locker room, bringing you all the latest in sports. We've got a lot to get to today. We're going to talk about the Big Ten officially coming back. The Western Conference Finals in the NBA are set. The Eastern Conference Finals are in progress. We're going to go over week one of the NFL and what we saw and preview the big Thursday night matchup tomorrow night, the Battle of Ohio about the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Joe Burrow's first game, Baker and Odell Beckham already showing to maybe have a little bit of a problem going on. So we've got a lot to get into this week. It feels good to have this much stuff to talk about. Let's start first with the breaking news of the day. Our pick em pool is back. <laughs> Huge news, man. We are up to what was who who won that? What was his name? Michael. Shout out to Michael Stevens last week taking home 210 bucks. 210 bucks. He turned a $10 bill to 210. So, yeah, I mean, he got his 10 bucks back plus 200. So, congratulations to him. Corey Clark was in second place. It came down to the tiebreaker. We are looking at 20 entries as of right now. Uh this is 4:30 on Wednesday afternoon. It Probably will grow between will now grow. and kickoff tomorrow. It's another two hundred dollar um, pot, two hundred or more for you to get into. So, um, Cash App dollar sign Drew Garrison. Find the link on our Facebook page, our Twitter page, and get into the. There's actually up. an app for this one, man. We, yes. So tell them, tell them about sites. that a little bit. Tell them why we did that. I'm sure everybody wants to know. So I started with Pool Tracker because we kind of just came up with it really quickly. You know, within a matter of a few minutes, and I, I've used Pool Tracker before. Um, it was good, you know, but the 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 site's kind of shitty. There's a lot of ads. Um, there's no mobile app, which I think turned off a lot of people. So I went to runyourpool.com. Uh, there is a mobile app. There's not as many ads. The site's a lot more user-friendly. Um, I paid to use this one, so hopefully I do get a better experience. So it, it'll be a little bit easier. You can manage your picks without going to your web browser. You can download the mobile app, um, edit your picks from there, monitor your picks throughout the day while the games are going on. I just think it's a better one. Um, and everybody seems to be having a better experience with it. So we will use that for the remainder of the season. It's a season. lot easier, man. Yeah. It's a lot easier. So That was my fault. I, I just picked the one that I knew, but my cousin Kurt actually recommended this one to me, and I like it a lot better. Uh, so apparently the last one was really good from the computer, uh, you know, but not, yeah, nobody not gets on a computer that. nowadays. So, you know, so this one's got an app, so you just, you know, log right in, make your picks. And what? Well, so Michael got his You woke up and sent him his money. He woke – he said – what did he say? He said he woke up. To two hundred and ten extra dollars in his bank account. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what. Pretty cool. I don't know what time he was awake, but I know that eight oh five on Tuesday morning, I crawled my fat ass out of bed, looked at the finalize, make sure you know, looked at the final standing, saw that was Mike. I sent him his money instantly. So by eight oh six that morning, he had two hundred and ten dollars in his cash app balance to do whatever he pleases. Nice with. little surprise to wake up to. So you know, we so will. That's, that's pretty cool. And you know, Tuesday this uh, next week, somebody's going to wake up to at least two hundred bucks, hopefully more, uh, when they win this one. So we're 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 into that. But on to the actual breaking news, the big news of the day. The Big Ten is back. Chad was right. He has said from the jump that Ohio State will play football this fall. 
I said on my Facebook page today, this is the last complimentary thing about Ohio State I'm going to say, is they were vital to getting Big Ten football back this fall. So thank you for that. Now They fuck were the again. reason. Now fuck them again. They were the reason outside of Donald Trump. <laughs> hey, uh, that's who really did it, if we really want to go there. Um, but, yeah, so – Coming back the weekend of October 23rd and 24th, there's going to be an eight-game schedule with no buys. A conference championship game will be played as well. So it looks like the Big Ten will have an opportunity to qualify for the college football playoff. Well, we know. We know for 100% fact, and we had talked about this earlier, that if Ohio State runs the table, they go 8-0, win the Big Ten championship, go 9-0, Ohio State will get in i mean the committee the committee's not going to look at it and say oh okay well you didn't play miami ohio so we got to hold you out so well it all depends on alabama if alabama runs the table and has a conference championship then conference championship will matter if alabama stumbles and doesn't win their conference championship for whatever you reason, know they'll probably st- still don't get be in. a hater i'm not being a hater nope. that, that's on alabama yeah but don't be a hater you know if ohio state goes nine and oh they're in you you, you said it I'm going to post the fucking message of you saying 10 out of 10 times Ohio State runs the table they're in. You know it. Everyone knows it. In a regular season, yeah. This, this, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that they shouldn't. I'm saying I'm not saying that they shouldn't. If they run the table, they win the Big Ten, I feel like they should be in. They will get in. But it all depends on Alabama because they'll make that concession to get Alabama they're in power if they five, They're up. a Power 5 conference. If they win, they run the table, which they're going to do They've in my opinion. They've missed the playoff with a, with a Big Ten championship before, though. Yeah, that's true too, but not this year. They've said it all year leading up before COVID. Clemson, Ohio State, and are going to be the best two teams, and that's still going to be the case. Guarantee. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, you're going to ha- you're still going to get an Alabama in or whoever comes out of the SEC. You know, probably going to get two teams out of the SEC. Yeah, but what I'm year. saying is, if Alabama doesn't win the SEC, they fuck with it. I'm not saying they they should. I'm not saying that they should. I'm not being an Ohio State hater. That's more on saying everybody needs to quit sucking Alabama's dick. Yeah. So some more breaking news here. So uh, uh, Kyle Rowland, he is a very he's a verified source on Twitter because he's got the blue check mark is what I take we trust it. The check mark also, usually. Jeff Schwartz tweeted this out. Uh, Ryan Day said that Wyatt Davis and Sean Wade told him that they want to be a part of the team. Um, that came from Kyle Rowland, and then Jeff Schwartz tweets out, "Per my little birds." And Jeff Jeff Schwartz was an NFL. Um, um, yeah, offensive lineman, by the way. He knows people. But he says Wyatt Davis is heading back to Columbus to play fall season with the Buckeyes. So big news for the Buckeyes. And if they get uh, Sean Wade back, which it sounds like is a big possibility, even bigger news. I mean, you got to you gotta think Ohio State or Clemson is the favorite if everybody returns, which it looks like it's a big possibility there. And I was listening to uh, Kirk Herbstreet today, and actually Dustin Eisen, um, he has an anonymous Twitter name, so I won't say it because he likes to stay under the radar, um, said to me on Twitter that any player, even if they've said that they're declaring for the draft, as long as they haven't received money from an agent, they are going to be able to come back and play. So on the Michigan side of things, I'm probably the only person listening to this, recording this, will give a shit, but Jalen Mayfield and Ambry Thomas, pretty important pieces, Ambry Thomas a corner, and Jalen Mayfield an offensive tackle, did declare for the draft. So it'll be interesting to see if, if they they've hired that agent, have yeah. hired yeah. the agent and taken the money to, you know, because agents would, will front their training right. and all kinds of shit. And you would think during a season like this with the pandemic that – Maybe they're a little more lenient just because you they know, won't be on, on the money side of things just because it's the NCAA and they're a fucking joke. Yeah, well, maybe if no money has been 
Yeah, if no money's whatever, been no money's changed hands, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, it's so that's exciting though, man. I mean, you you know, you thought maybe you're going to get past a year without a you know an ass whooping, and it looks like you're still going to get that ass whooping. You know, I want to know too when is that game going to happen because it was supposed to know. happen the 24th. There's no way it's going to be the first game of the year. I can't imagine that it's going to be the first game of the year. No, although that would you know they're I would imagine Ohio State's going to open up with Rutgers or somebody like that. Yeah, I think they're going to take their you know their their upper echelon teams, their yeah. Penn States, their Ohio States, and Wisconsin, Michigan, Wisconsin, Michigan to to play maybe a weaker right. tune up game. Um, and although another, Michigan usually opens up pretty tough, you know they usually have a pretty big game. Yeah, they usually do within the first week or two. Um, and looking at the Michigan situation for anybody that may give a shit, Dylan McCaffrey has opted out of the season and is looking to enter the transfer portal. So that is opening the door for Joe Mixon. I was all, or not Joe Mixon, Joe Milton. Joe Mixon, I would love for Joe Mixon to come play for Michigan and probably help us out a little bit. Joe Milton will Still be Still couldn't be the Buckeyes. Will be playing uh, quarterback this year. I like Milton a lot. He's got a big cannon. I was also a big, big McCaffrey fan, so it's going to be interesting to yeah, see. Yeah, I, I was out. actually, I was really actually real anxious to see what McCaffrey, just a taller quarterback. He almost has that Brady type build um, out of college. Um, my opinion had a lot better arm than fucking Shea Patterson, who was a bust. I have a better arm than Shea Patterson. Uh, so that would I was actually interested in seeing how he performed, but sounds like Milton beat him out and uh Milton, going to transfer. I'm afraid to say this because I don't want it to be taken wrong. He is not going to be the guy that I'm about to compare him to, but he reminds me of his play style and his size at the position remind me of a Cam Newton. I'm so, not saying so he's kinda going to how be Cam like, Newton. So kind of how Kind of how you said Shea Patterson was like Johnny Manziel in college, and you were completely fucking wrong. Uh, no, Remember actually, I wasn't. You were? Come on, you were high. I wasn't though. You were high. No, go look, look at his, at his go Instagram. Look at his, go look at his old mystery. Look at his Instagram. No, 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 no. I was super excited. I bought into the hype. Go look at his highlights from Ole Miss. He looked like Johnny without cocaine. Yeah. Harbaugh ruined him. And then, well. For one, his first year, the offense was not the offense that he should have been in at all. Then they tried to transfer to this spread thing, and it just went to shit. But I'm not, I'm not saying Joe Milton is Cam Newton. I'm just saying he's big, he's athletic, he, he'll run you over a little bit. I like him. I was looking for McCaffrey to be the starter this year because I saw how McCaffrey played and the offense moved when he came in last year when Patterson was hurt or benched or what the fuck ever. Um, so it's weird. Um, but it seems to me like he he lost his job, so now he's getting out of Dodge. So we'll I am excited as hell. You're excited for this too, even though he's a Buckeye. To see Josh Myers one more time in Columbus, man. That's you know because he could he could go the in my opinion he could go to the draft and be a top ten pick right now. But this is just gonna help him out, and because you know Josh is a real deal. We got to see him live many many games. I saw him at Dairy Queen a few weeks ago. Yeah, he was telling the girl he's going pro next year. <laughs> so, so fuck yeah, and he got a blizzard. It was cool as fuck. I remember meeting him, dude, when he was like seventeen, and I was a fully grown man. I was at a coaching clinic, double like U, and I like looked up at him. I was like, hey man, like I like Michigan, but I root for you. Don't fucking squish me. That dude is a fucking monster. He's probably about to kick your ass for saying that, but no, nah, he's pretty cool about yeah, it. Yeah, Josh is extremely awesome kid, humble, awesome humble kid. as hell, man. Um, but yeah, man, you know, Buckeyes front, uh, Justin Fields, I think he kind I think he kind of needs this season just he does. Be, big time before he goes to the pro pros. Although I think I'm not sure that his draft stock can go up anymore. Um, just because he's going to be behind, um, uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence. We all know that. Um, so, and they, and they got him right now rated as the second quarterback. So I wonder 
and I don't think he's going to have a bad year by any means. I just wonder how that's going to go. I actually think he's going to possibly get a Heisman. I think Justin Fields is going to ball out this year. but I think he's going to suck in the NFL also. But he's a great college quarterback. Yeah, great college quarterback. He can't throw when it matters. You, yeah, you just never know the the transfer from college to the pros. But I'm actually with you. I don't, I'm not sure how good of a quarterback he's going to be in the pros. But, hell, I'm excited as hell to watch him play uh, October 23rd or 24th, it looks like. And so. shout out to him, man, for, for kind of starting the change. Yeah, but, yeah. But, you know, I signed his fucking petition, and then all they did since then, I got an email today, was email me and talk about how we need to fucking vote Donald Trump out of office. So whoever runs that shit's a fucking clown. But he started a good amount of the movement to get things going in the right direction as well. Ohio State was very well involved. Who was not helpful was Michigan's fucking whack-ass governor. Man, I um, hate that bitch. She's a fucking moron, but we are going to play football. Michigan is going to get back onto the field, and I will be able to be pissed off at Jim Harbaugh. Hey, if he October loses to the Bucks 24th. this year, is this the year? If you lose to the I'm Bucks, sick is he done? This, I'm sick of having this conversation, dude. That, <laughs> That sh- this conversation has been going on for years, and it should have happened. Come on down, years. Marvin. It should have been three. He's call- fucking Marvin Lewis. Oh, yeah, dude. I was gonna say, are we gonna call him Marvin? I don't. I don't know what. I don't. I don't. I don't know what what hold he has, but it should have been done two years ago, maybe even a little bit sooner. So I'm, I'm off. So Big Ten football is back October twenty third, October twenty fourth, or the is is when the season starts. Can't I? I can't wait. I'm ready for the Buckeyes. I know you can't wait. You're ready for Michigan. And fuck PJ Fleck. But let's get into the big news of last night. God, if you watch Drew's Twitter, he's been annoying with it, man. Uh, <laughs> the Los Angeles Clippers. I unloaded the fucking are, clip last night. The Los Angeles Clippers are not going to the Western Conference Finals against the Los Angeles Lakers. Instead, the Denver Nuggets, um, pretty much there towards the end. Beat Jamal the shit. fucking Murray, dude. Beat the shit out of Now, look, before you call my Twitter feed annoying, I warned you guys with about 11 minutes left in that game. I said, look, I'm going to unload the clip here in a little bit. So, come on, man. Let's hear it. Dude. I know you got a lot to say. They're too deep. They've got too many dogs. Who's going to score on them? Jamal Murray dropped 40-something. Killed them. They're, they're, they're blah, blah, blah. All this Jamal shit, Jamal Murray man. has they're those fucking, moments, man. Hey, Jamal Murray's a ball. I don't like Jamal Murray. I liked him last night because I fucking hate the No, Clippers, I, I, I like him. I, just, I don't. I think he's fucking annoying. Why do I feel like he's inconsistent? But, man, when it's been the two biggest games, game sevens against uh, uh, the Jazz and now against the Clippers, man, he fucking shows up. They actually, looking at it, their last series they were down 3-1. This yeah. series they were down 3-1. I mean, they have played – Eight straight elimination games. They like their fucking back against the wall, obviously. And it's just so fucking funny, man, because the whole narrative was like, oh, well, you know, the regular season doesn't matter. Who cares? And I'm like, yeah, the Clippers don't care about the regular season. Cool. Oh, well, they're just kind of bored with Denver. You know, Luka's just playing with them a little bit. Or, I'm sorry, they were bored with Dallas, and Luka's just playing with them a little bit, and they'll turn it on. And then it's like, you know, but the Lakers are going to lose to fucking Portland, of course. Okay, well, you know, okay. Well, they're definitely losing to Houston, right? The Lakers are definitely going to – who's going to stop Harden? Who's going to ha- stop Westbrook? Ah, well, no, the Clippers, man, they're just bored with Denver. That's all it really is. They'll be fine. And then they fucking drop the game. And now all of a sudden, the Lakers have an easy path to a title is what I'm seeing online. It went from losing the first round to Portland, losing to Houston. The Clippers are fine. They're just bored. This doesn't matter. And now it's like, well, yeah, of course the Lakers are in the finals. They had an easy path. They don't have to go through the Clippers. Dude, fuck the Clippers. They're a fucking scam. They just got shown out as a scam. I'm more worried about toenail Clippers than I am the L.A. Clippers. 
So, what's going to go? Paul George, holy fuck. PG 13%. He fucking is shooting a corner three and totally hits the side <laughs> of the backboard wide open. Did you see the edit where somebody had it where he had the, the Larry O'Brien trophy there <laughs> and he shot it and it just bounced off the fucking backboard? That shit was great. And, 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 and here's my part because I got to be fair here. I've got to be fair here. Because you know I don't want to want the Lakers to win. Defund Steve Ballmer. Um, so here's here's my biggest thing here. I gave LeBron. Well, you said a, you don't want the Lakers to win. I don't. I mean, you did though. When I Kobe did. Died, I did when did. Kobe died. But now don't do that for it's other for reasons. I don't. It's for um, Kobe. So I got, but but I got I got to be fair here. I gave LeBron James, who I do not like, by the way, a fuck ton of shit against the. Game one against was Houston the, against the Rockets when he uh, didn't score a single point in the fourth quarter, and I and when I said if you look at my Twitter I said that should never happen to a superstar ever, and I ever. think we'd agree with that. Ever. There's no reason LeBron James should fucking not have one point. No, I'm a Lakers fan, but I was on your side with yeah, that. Yeah, there, there's just no reason. And last night. Not only did Kawhi Leonard have zero points in the fourth, but so did Paul George. So the two biggest star, the two biggest fucking stars. Like if I was to tell you Game Seven to get into the Western Conference Finals, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard were going to have zero points together. You you'd have fucking laughed your ass off of me. Anybody would have. No, but the Clippers dude, are too deep. They got killers. Dog. Choke artist. What a fucking choke artist Kawhi was. Last night, man. Dude. And, and Paul George, he's been a choke artist. And they're playing fucking Portland in like a, I think it was a, a restart game. And, you know, Dame misses a shot and Pat Bev and fucking, I can't remember who else. It was Morris, uh, the other Morris, not the one on the Lakers. Oh, they're laughing at him and blah, blah, blah. And just being real cocky and they get into it, I guess, somewhere on the bubble. And then there's the, in, the Instagram fight where like Paul George is telling him to shut the fuck up and get ready to go home. And he's like, you've been choking your whole life, blah, blah, blah. And all this shit, and it's like, but now that they lose, they're like, oh, well, we just didn't, like, have the chemistry. Which they didn't, which that's not an excuse. Whose fucking fault is no, that? No, which they, but you can clearly see that on the court. We've been saying Dude, that. somebody said the Lakers are teammates and the Clippers are coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you made, and you brought up the point, and man, you might be right. I thought it was a little bit of bullshit, but you made the point and you said it doesn't look like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are getting along and I fired back at you and I said, well, that can't be true because Kawhi didn't sign on the paper until they went and got Paul George. Right. Yeah. I think you know, so I was like, no, I was like, no, I was like, that, that, that can't be. That's bullshit. But now he's here, played with him. Here we are. Now he's played. That's so what what's, I'm what's next there, man. What I mean, what, what are they going to try and get Giannis or Doc Rivers is coming back, which is a little bit surprising. That's that, super surprising. Listen, Doc Rivers is a great coach, but he can't do it. He's overrated. He, he's yeah, he's overrated. He's he, you know, who won him that title in 08 against the Lakers? Tom Thibodeau. Yeah, he bailed him out in that series. Um, I haven't heard the Giannis thing yet. Um, on, on the Giannis front, as it relates to that, I saw that he had a three-hour meeting with the ownership the other he, he's day. He's got to leave there. They've That's for a different him, different day, but he's got to get out of there. Well, they've they've told him they're going to spend well into the luxury tax to get him that. They're going to get Chris Paul. Yeah, but then I've seen like a story that. come out today that not even a possibility. Chris Paul's not even a possibility. He's going to stay in OKC? No, that the Bucks weren't going to go after him. Oh. Dude, he's making $38 million. But, yeah, that that is for another well, We day. know where he should go, yeah. win or lose, because next year you got to deal with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. But and um, fucking 
Lavert and fucking Dinwiddie. I mean, goddamn, that team's loaded. Yeah, but let's look at the Clippers now. Thinking about that, they're one season away from potentially Kawhi and Paul George leaving. They're, they they signed two year deals with you know a third year option, so there was some talk about Paul George being up for an extension this offseason, and I don't think that they're going to do that now. So it's going to be we're going to find out what Kawhi thinks of Paul George because I'm sure that if Paul jo- or Kawhi walked into Steve Ballmer's office and said I want Paul George gone, they're going to trade him. They could easily find a trade partner for him. But they fucking mortgaged their entire future on him, dude. I mean, mm-hmm. draft picks for the next like eight years. But if you Shai can, Gillis, if you can Alexander. Somehow, if somehow say Giannis wants out, right? Say, just say, right? Okay. Say Giannis wants out. Is there a better return out there than Paul George for fucking the Bucks? No. Right. I mean, it just that just to me it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it could. Um, I don't. And I and I don't know. I'm, obviously, we don't know if that's even a possibility. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I know if I wanted Giannis, if I know if I'm the Bucks and I'm like, oh, you want Giannis? Giannis wants out. Oh, all right, yeah, I'll take Paul George. Fuck it. Well, yeah, and, and Giannis is a fucking fraud too, as as a number one. But he could be a damn good number two against Kawhi. Yeah, Kawhi but let's not. Hey, man, the the rabbit hole opened up last night. Kawhi, man, he did a lot with Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker. You know, he had a lot of good roles mm, on that team. I know where you're going. And then but he I don't beats agree. Toronto with no KD, no Clay, and then yeah, you know, and he gets here and he can't really kind should of should he have left Toronto. That well, that's my thing. I think I wanted him to sign with the Lakers. Obviously, I was all over it, just like everybody else. He looks but, like he's better off to stay in Toronto. But I think that the bright lights weren't on there. Yeah, if if because it's, I think that the Lakers thing was like I don't want to just join up with LeBron and AD to hurt my legacy. I get that. But man, Siakam, Van Vliet this year, Kyle Lowry, Kawhi. They had a good thing. Nick Nurse is a great coach. Yeah, and they're, yeah, and they're a team. He's up out of the way in Toronto. There wasn't a lot of glitz and glamour because L.A. or not, whether you're the you know, the Clippers are like the fucking sixth most important team in L.A. Right in the sports landscape, but it's still L.A. It's still a lot. I would I, I don't know. I would I would put them somewhere right there after the Lakers first, obviously, and then the Dodgers. Dude, and no. then after that, I'm not sure that the Rams, the Chargers, or any of them are even that it's big. Beca- no, no. The L.A. landscape is the Lakers are still number one. They've always been number one. The Dodgers, USC football is huge there. That's they're, true, too. They're, yeah, I forgot about the them. Dodgers, they're becoming very into the Rams. So fifth or sixth, mo- like that's that, and the, the, they're getting their own arena right. to try to separate from the Lakers because now they don't actually do it. I say it a lot, but like, you know, it's like they pay the Lakers to play in their house. You know what I mean? Like they pay rent. Yeah. So I think that they should be forced to be called the Inglewood Clippers when they move <laughs> because you, the LA is the Lakers, the Lakers. But there, there's a lot of interesting things there, man. I just feel like they got this pass because, dude, I think Ballmer paid off media. I really do. He got Ramona Shelburne, who was a great Lakers reporter for years, loved Ramona Shelburne. And as soon as this offseason came up, she just started really, really riding for the Clippers. Like, I don't know if she was, like, in a hot tub with him getting wasted and, you know, banging Ballmer or something. But <laughs> I, I, I really, 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 really think that Steve Ballmer is in the media, has the media in his pocket. All that money, $65 million, 
bought that land, bought the he bought the LA Coliseum because there was laws that prohibited another sports venue being near that. So he bought it so he could get out of it. All this money just to leave in the second round like the Clippers always do. The Clippers have been in existence for 50 years and have never been to a Western Conference Finals. So we're we're down to the final four. We got um, we had game one last night. Um, that Miami and, and awesome, uh, Boston, who was God, that was a fucking great game. Oh, dude, it was. Miami ends up taking that one, dude. Tyler Hero, man, holy shit! Young he man. passed um, Dwayne Wade. Yeah, for most um, most playoff games, I think in a row with more than ten points. And that block at the end by Bam on fucking. Uh, I want to talk about that. J- uh, Jason ahead. Tatum, that was fucking phenomenal. I'm not a LeBron. A bronze sexual. I'm not. But don't tell me that Bam's block last night was better than his block on Iggy, on LeBron's block on Iggy in the finals. No, that's a game seven. That's a game seven. That's like a fucking. Don't get me wrong, that block was fucking nasty. So, just kind of speaking off that, so we got our four. We got Miami, Boston, uh, Lakers, and Nuggets. I'm pretty certain the Lakers are going to beat the Nuggets. I don't, I think it's over in six. With that being said, I think their toughest challenge is one of these Eastern Conference teams to this point because they, you know, they're not going to have to play the Clippers. Now, I know people are, I'm just, I'm not, I don't believe Jamal Murray is going to beat the Lakers. I, I just don't see it. And I, but, but I'm not taking away from what they've done to get there. You only play who's in front of you. So I'm not going to be that. Yeah, I'm not going to take them by lightly. any means. But. The team I don't think at this point that's left that I don't think they want to see the most is the Heat. Well-coached team. Bam can guard. Not only can he guard LeBron, but he can guard AD. Can he guard AD for a whole game? I absolutely think he can. And then not only that, you have Jimmy Buckets who can guard LeBron. So you're probably yes. going to get Bam on AD, Jimmy Bucket, Jimmy Butler on LeBron. So I think from a defensive position, and also you got Jay Crowder there who can play both as well. Um, so I just think from a defensive standpoint, it, that's, that, that's the team that they shouldn't want to see the most. I think that they beat Boston, although I think Boston's a young, good team. I just don't think they're there yet. Paint me the picture of a Lakers Celtics finals. Fuck that. No, listen, 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 listen. Yeah, but fuck that. A Lakers Celtics finals after Kobe passed on and the Lakers beat their arch-rival Celtics to Fuck give Kobe that. a fucking ring in heaven. Fuck that. Let's Sign see the up. heat. Let's see the but heat. I said last night on Twitter, Jimmy Butler deserves an NBA Finals appearance. I think Jimmy He's Butler. Balling, man. Jimmy He's Butler's balling. been made a scapegoat in Chicago, in Minnesota. Um, he was made a scapegoat in Philly as well. And I like, I like his – he's got – Kobe-ish work ethic going on right now that, that I'm that I'm hearing about. He's running his ass off, so he's not tired at the end of the games. He's really, really working his ass off since he's gotten to Miami, and I would love to see him make an NBA Finals appearance. If the Lakers were out of the running, I'd probably root I for also the think it would be a great series. Not only do I think the Heat has the best chance, but I also think it would be a great series. I think both those teams play great defense. But if you look at that Boston game last night, I mean, they went – you know, they're younger, but they went toe-to-toe. Oh, they did. The and Boston's I mean, not could, out of it. That could have easily gone either Boston's, way. No, Boston's not out of it by any means. Two of the best coaches in the NBA oh, absolutely. in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, that, that's gonna, right like now. you said, that's going to be a fun series. Um, all right, man. So, we haven't hit. We're about halfway through the show here, and we have not even touched on the NFL yet. Uh, week one is in the books. 
We were God, at, that felt good, we were, didn't it? Yeah, it was. That was I awesome. I didn't move off your couch for like Yeah, because the Bengals hours. played at four. The Browns <laughs> played at one. Um, the taco salad was there, which is very important. <laughs> our, our teams, though, man, just real quick on our teams. The Browns get fucking blasted by uh, Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, 38-6. to six. Um, And we'll talk a little bit about Baker and OBJ here in a minute, but fucking just Lamar looks like fucking – they made him look like he was goddamn Aaron Rodgers because he didn't beat us with his legs. You know, the Browns' run defense was pretty good. Pretty good. I know good. Dobbins got a couple touchdowns in there, but, you know, well, goal, they were short goal line short, situations. Short yardage, yeah. yeah. Um, but – and I had said in here, you know, Lamar can't throw outside the numbers. He can't throw deep. He did. That's scary. <laughs> he did. That's scary. Now I will say this. Well, I'm not. I'm. Not, I, I will never use injuries as an excuse in the NFL unless it's like a huge major player. But the Browns' secondary is pretty banged up, and Lamar was throwing to a lot of pretty open dudes. Well, yeah, and and then uh, I was talking to Austin about this earlier. I was like, how the fuck. Because I think you got to make the Ravens play inside out. Okay, you got to take away the you got to take away the run in the middle. You got to make everything go outside. Yeah, and then um, almost like the Titans did. And then you got to put some uh, some some zone over top of that. Um, and what the Browns did, which after I seen it was confusing, they blitzed over forty eight percent of the time. It was like forty eight point two. You're not going to get to you're just not going to get to Lamar like that, man. He's just too good of an athlete. So. That's that why they were like, wide open because what they were doing was trying to get to him and then give a lot of the one-on-ones, and then that's why everything was wide open. I get throwing him a look and mixing it up and trying to get after him on like a third and long right. or something, but they, they did do it like half an the excessive plays. amount. Yeah, half the plays is too much. Um, the punt at the, in the first quarter that was unsuccessful was dumb. That was the dumbest Dude. moment from Stefanski. He didn't have a great, he didn't have a great debut either. He's on his, his own 30. I, I, I like, listen, I like the aggressiveness, just not right there. No, you do that on your own. Right. 45. Now, if, yeah, if you're at the, maybe at the 50. Yeah. Maybe if you're at the 50. Okay. Um, after you had just given up a touchdown off of a fumble, right? Well, Baker threw a pick and they had it inside our, our territory. They go down to score seven. zero. Stop us. We go for the punt. Failed. They get it in our territory at the 30. Oh, yeah, yeah, Field yeah. goal, 10 nothing. Now you're behind. That's one thing. If you look at when the Browns beat Baltimore last year, or a team beats Baltimore, you have to get out in front of them and make them play catch-up. Make catch them up. play from behind. You yes. can't play catch-up to them. They have to play catch-up to you. So you've got to strike early and then play that inside-out game. And the Browns didn't do any of that. Um, Baker... Uh, he just wasn't seeing a lot of things on the field. Now, I, I, I keep backing Baker up, and I'm going to make a bold statement here real quick. The Browns and the Bengals play Thursday. If Baker Mayfield looks bad, he might get one more game from me against Washington because it's early. These guys haven't had any preseason. Much like the Bengals, there's been no preseason. They've been going against the same guys. But if he has bad, I, th- I think I'm throwing in the keys, man. I think I'm done with him, unfortunately. But I'm, I'm, I'm almost there. And then I would want them to bring Keenum in and see what we got right there. But uh, Stefanski's debut, not good. He got away from the run after we were averaging 5.6 yards per carry. He got away from that too early because he put himself in that hole. Um, but I think that you're going you're, you're gonna to see a lot more running. I think Stefanski's going to be better. I hope Baker's going to be better. I think Baker will be better. Um, as far as him and OBJ goes, 
Um, Baker targeted Odell 10 times. He had three catches for 22 yards. Not good enough. I don't know if he's forcing him. He says he's not forcing it to him. He says that he's seeing one-on-ones, and that's who he's going to. He believes in his guys to make a play. I would agree with that, but at the same time, this isn't what we were doing. We were winning. We, we were having fun when Baker was a rookie at the end of that season. Let's get some let's get some fucking play action going and let's hit Hooper. Let's hit Njoku. Let's hit Harrison Bryant. Let's hit Jarvis. Let's hit Hollywood Higgins. Let's hit Donovan People Jones. Like there are other players out there. We can't force anything to Odell. Um and as far as Odell goes, the body language. I, come on, dude. I and I believe Odell when he says he's frustrated and he's frustrated because he they can't win. win. And I I believe that. I believe, I believe that, that 100%. I believe the me, the media makes more than what it is. But the body language is what sells it. It's like, dude, come on. You, you can't look pissed off nonstop, staying out of the huddle, going to the side. That shit's going to get you traded because Kevin Stefanski is not Freddie Kitchens. The people that brought you there are no longer there and will gladly take a first for you like like they gave for I'm, you. I'm so, not sure they'd get a first for him right now. I think they would get a first for him. But Austin said it pretty well. Be a spark, not a drain. Yeah, definitely. And, and I agree. It's like I told you guys, I, the the body language feeds into that more, but he doesn't bring a lot of this stuff on himself. He he has before, but like especially since he's Not been in Cleveland, Cleveland. Not in Cleveland. yeah, he hasn't done anything. And it, but it's just like, and I and I would start wondering as a general manager or a head coach, like. Is it worth it anymore? Like, I, I know it's not his fault, but this is, like, par for the course. This comes with the territory of having him on my team. Do I want to fuck with it anymore? Because I think Jarvis Landry's better. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I see what you're saying. The part that just gets me, though, like we keep saying, it's like it's not his fault. Like, some of it is the, the bad body language is. Yeah, you've got to control that. He's right. been in the league long enough right. to know. And he knows and how. You, and, and when you hear the guy talk, man, so whenever I get mad at him after a game, it's like, man, fuck him. He's got to go. But then I hear him talk, and it's just like, he's like, and, and this is lit. This is literally it. Every time he's just like, I want to win. I want to win. Like, and that's all that comes out of his mouth. It's like, when we start winning, you guys wouldn't see this. He said, I'm just frustrated because we're not winning. And and that's understandable. I just think as a superstar number one receiver, um, maybe he likes to receive number two. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, you, you just got to learn to control it a little bit more. Um, but I, I think a lot of it is undeserved. But even I noticed it during the game. I was just like, dude, like, look at his body language. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, I don't know. It, it just seemed to be consistent. Um, so you're saying you're going to give Baker one or two more games and you yeah. want Case I'm, Keenum in? Case or? Keenum has taken this. Let's see. Let me say it like this. Not a better defense, but Case Keenum has taken a worse offense. This offense that is in Cleveland right now is on paper has a great line, great running backs, great receivers has taken less to an NFC championship. Yeah, in Minnesota. So we get down 0-2, 0-3, I'm done. There, there, were I'm some done. Pl- there were some plays on Sunday where – I don't think we lost because of Baker. Now, going back at the film, I'm a little more pissed at Baker. Yeah. But he didn't make those bad – as many bad decisions as you've seen last year. I just don't know if he has confidence in himself, man. I don't know where it's gone. I don't but know man, where it's gone. The the dude's played for four head coaches in right. two years. Right, like, right. That's fucking Probably rough, fucking too. confused. It's like Josh Rosen type shit. But, I mean, I'm I'm not a huge Baker hater. The more... He did everything right this offseason. The more people bring up Burrow and try to compare him to Baker and all that shit, 
you know, that's, that's, that's weird. And it kind of makes me want Baker to do worse, I guess. But at the end of the day, I like Baker coming out of college. I said he was going to be the best quarterback out of that draft class. Um, and right now nobody's looking that great. There, there was some, them, some stuff that you see when you watch the film back, like that one that we were talking about earlier where he's got three receivers just wide open, but he feels the rush and he just kind of like takes off, throws the ball out They're of bounds. right in front of him is the problem. Yeah. He, like he should have seen them. Um, but it, we predicted a, we both predicted a big year for Baker this year, and I did have him losing this game though. Not you did. I have I have the Browns starting two and one. I do think they win the next two. This one tomorrow we'll talk about here in a couple minutes, but I do have them starting two and one, and I did predict them losing to the Ravens. Now I didn't think it was going to be like that. I didn't think it was going to be thirty-eight to six. I thought they were going to be able to run the ball better and control a little bit more of. Uh, I guess up front, which they did, the protection was there. They had a top ten, uh, top ten uh, pass protection of of anybody, according to PFF. So he's got to be better. The defense has got to be better. Stefanski's got to be better um, tomorrow. Yeah, and we'll we'll see how that goes. But let's go into the the Bengals here. Joe Burrow's debut, the four o'clock game against uh, the uh, Chargers. I would like to start off my review of the Bengals game by saying Bobby Hart needs to go to fucking Switzerland or somewhere else. Get this dude the fuck out. Is that clear? Bobby Hart, if you hear this, you're a piece of shit. Why was he talking shit to Bosa? Uh, He was? Yeah, it's all over Twitter. Oh, I hadn't seen that. And that's that's why when you see him and Bosa talking shit... They remember when Bosa went and got in his face? After yeah, I, I remember that. That's what that was about. That dude is a waste of fucking space. Fred Johnson is the backup right tackle, and I just don't know how he could be any worse. I really don't. I have no fucking idea how Zach Taylor, who I'll get to in a second, hasn't looked at that and said, hmm, this dude's the worst right tackle in football. He's on a $21 million contract. What the fuck? They have outs in the contract. I've looked into it. They can get out of it. How the fuck is this dude going to start against Miles Garrett tomorrow night? I don't give a fuck who else it is. Put somebody else out there. That dude is fucking worthless. Well, and we thought, because we thought Miles was going to line up against Jonah, but. No, uh, Miles plays the left side of the defensive line. Yeah, so pretty much exclusively, doesn't he? Apparently it is this year, according to uh, Charles, what's his name, Cassidy or whatever? Charlie Cassidy. They said that it's going to be Miles and Bobby Hart all all night tomorrow night, so. I don't know. We'll see. So what do you think about Burrow, though, man? What? How would you judge Burrow? Um, looking at that game, um, I just got a very important PS5 update. It's coming out the day after my birthday on my phone. I apologize. Um, breaking news. Breaking news. PS5, 500 bucks comes out November 12th. Uh, sorry about that. I had to look into that. So Burrow himself gave himself a D. Grading Burrow's first game, I would probably give him a C. I would say C. He, the first half, he was getting murdered. I mean, it was just bad. He he, he had a, hardly any time to make throws. Um, he handled it well. I don't think anything really rattled him. Um, but, you know, he just he just didn't have much time. He made some decent throws in the first half. Um, you know, got him into field goal range. Uh, the, the touchdown run was pretty impressive. I think he's a little bit more athletic than people might give him credit for. Um and that was actually a beautiful play design. On he looked fucking set. scared when he ran that. He's give me in there, give me in there. He fucking set up the block from Hopkins and shit. That was cool. Um, and then you get into the second half. 
Uh, the offensive line, I felt like, settled in in the second half. They started playing a little bit better. Yeah, they got better. Uh, so that gave him more time um, to, you know, make the reads, find the right guy. He, he, he didn't really look like a rookie until he's rolling out, scrambling, the place fucked, and the, 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 the shovel pass directly into Melvin Ingram's stomach. Terrible decision. Just classic rookie shit. You know, and I I wasn't super mad at it because he's a rookie quarterback. You expect it. But then when I'm looking at it, I'm just like, I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know what his view was on the field or if, you know, it's hard to replicate that. But it didn't even look like he tried to lead Geo like away from the defender or anything. It was it was just a bad, bad move. Real quick, though, you said you wasn't mad at it because – when we were at my house, well, I was you, mad at it. You yelled, "God damn it!" I knew we should have taken. That Tua. was a joke. Come on, you, you knew said I was. It. You said, you, "God damn it!" I knew we should have. taken You knew Tua. I was fucking joking. You sure. I laughed as soon as I you said. Sure. It. Yeah, fuck Tua. Come on, you knew that was a joke. You sure. Yes, I'm positive. All right. No, I mean, you expect things like that to happen with a rookie quarterback at some point. Now, I don't know. Throwing it to, I mean, I expect mistakes, but throwing it to the defensive well, line. Well, to me, that's like a okay. I can make this work at LSU, but Melvin Ingram is a, a different beast. I feel like that's probably a play where, you know, in, in college that, that defensive tackle is not really looking for it. You flip it out there as he's rushing towards you, it gets by him. You know, you maybe get a little squirt play out. I think from watching, when we were watching them together, I I felt instantly right after that first quarter, Burrow knew. He's like, oh, shit, and that, because he played better, and I agree with that. Um but he almost looked like, oh, shit, these guys are fucking fast. Yeah, all of these guys are fast <laughs> yeah. now, not just a few of them. Yeah, and I, I, but, you know, outside of the horrible mistake, I think he played pretty well behind a bad line without much of a running game to support him. And then you get into, obviously the pick was terrible, and then you get into this close game in the fourth quarter, and I just remember looking at you, and I'm saying why – and I remember the time and everything. I said, why is it that we're in a three-point game and there's six minutes and 22 seconds left and the Bengals don't have a timeout? Now, mm-hmm. looking into when those timeouts were called, they were all situation. It wasn't the, the, the Bengals that you're used to, like they were about to have a delay game or they can't get the play in or they're really undisciplined shit. There were a lot of times where – where I know that there was one red zone opportunity where we had them do a field goal where they were lined up. I can't remember who the receiver was, but he was just completely uncovered. It was a touchdown. Easy 10 times out of 10. I get that. But you have to have a timeout, at least one in that last drive. Because Burrow on that last drive, you even said you're like, man, he's got a look in his eye like he's going to go win this thing. And he did. He, he was calm. He was cool. I think he went. I want to say seven of nine or so he, on the he, drive. There at the end of the game, he took what the defense gave him. Yeah, very, very well. Um, he he didn't look rattled. He didn't look like a rookie. He looked calm. He looked poised. He's hitting guys, picking his way down the field. Uh, and I'm like, dude, this is why we drafted him. This you know this shit that Andy Dalton wouldn't have done. I'm going to say it. And people t- like Tyler from Old Black Sheep tells me I'm not allowed to compare Burrow to Dalton. And I don't understand that why I can't compare the new quarterback to the old quarterback. I don't get why that is what he says. But I, he didn't throw the ball away on third and seven like I watched Dalton do for a decade. He, you know, he, he went for it. He made the right reads. He took exactly what the defense gave him, got him down the field. And then the offensive pass interference call 
on AJ Green is a call that I say that I can definitely understand why they called it because he, he extended he his extended, arms. Yeah. But I could have easily seen why they wouldn't call it. You know what I mean? Like it's one I of those plays. I think it was the right like, call. Exactly. I think it was the right call. But Harris was but clamping him too. Not called it. Harris was clamping him, or Hayward, not Harris. He was clamped up on him before five yards too. It could have gone either way. I think it's a call where do you let it go because it's two vets kind of battling at a, at a very critical point in the game? Maybe like I I I can find logic in either side. So I'm not I'm not in the in the group of people that are saying that penalty was bullshit. That you know blah blah blah. But that throw that Burrow made on that play because AJ caught that ball clean toe tap. Only AJ was touching that thing. I'm not even sure he had to push off on him if he could have just turned quick enough. Yeah, I think Burrow put it outside enough where he probably didn't have to. That was a fucking good ball, dude. It was a good ball. Um, so where's the where's the fault lie here? Come on, say the name, say the name, say the name. Fat Randy? No, it wasn't Randy's fault. Oh, get the fuck out of here! It's 31 yard field goal. No, the fault Randy's is Zach fault. Taylor. I thank you. Well, no, 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 no. It was. You should no. have a timeout. No. Hold on. Let me start. One timeout on that drive, they win the game. Well, I'm you don't not, have to rely on the field goal. I'm not so sure about that. Because, Absolutely. But, but but where where in that game did not having a timeout really seem to affect it that much? Well, for one, you have a rookie quarterback going on a – I forget however long the drive was. Being able to have him a timeout, at least one timeout, the way he was driving down the field, one timeout to stop that clock well, they, wins the game. They got it when, when Sandy – or. San Diego. When LA used a timeout, I was like, okay, that's that's good for us because he gets a chance to get. Yeah, but talk. that was after that was after but that wasn't when the clock was running. I don't. If you if you if they use a timeout, if they have a timeout when they get down there, the way he's looking, like I said, the look in his eye, they win the game. The fault is the fault is at the head coach. This is we 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 can't say one thing last year and go away from it. We said last year when you get in these close games, it comes down to coaching. Because Burrow played good enough in the second half to win that game. I mean, we could talk about the field goal, the miss, which he should make. You're right. It's 31 yards. We could talk about extending of the arms. But in my opinion, if they have one one timeout to give Burrow that stoppage, they win the game. Because then he can look at the middle of the field. Then he don't have to worry about hitting the sidelines. He can, he can hit a pass over the middle because they have a timeout left. And this is what happened all last year. What what did we say last year? Uh, uh, Zach Taylor was like what zero and eight and one possession. What was it? he's now? He's now zero and nine. Zero and nine with and, that loss. He's and one and one and one possession games. Well, you get a pass for that in your first year, maybe. Not eight of them. Well, I I I could give him a little bit of a pass for last year. I fully blame him for this. But I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the just wide open touchdown that Burrow missed AJ on because that I I maybe well, or the made that or throw. the the look like a I still haven't seen the replay. But great pass to Ross down the field. It uh, seemed to go right through his hands. Nobody, none you know PFF, none of the sites charged Ross with a drop on that play. So I, it was an overthrow. So it must. But have, it wasn't though. Like unless I, they're I, seeing I, a different angle. We were seeing it from the back to where we can't tell. Now if we had a side view. You yeah, know maybe. what I'm saying? We wouldn't be able to know where that ball landed. If because if that ball went past his hands, it's you know, it should be hard to throw out throw John Ross. Then that's on Burrow. But from what I thought at the time At least we got a guy that can out can out throw him now. I right. Guess. <laughs> so but, but we thought at the time and we said it, we thought it went straight through his hands. It looked like it to me and I never saw anything to but change. But if it my didn't, mind. 
then you gotta apologize to John Ross because man, fuck John Ross. But yes, the wide open one to AJ was that's bad. Yeah, that's bad. And but I'm, he's I'm a rookie. Gonna, I'm, yeah, I'm not. His I'm not first gonna, game. I'm not gonna hang the guy on the cross because of it. No, absolutely not. Absolutely. But not. it's just like, man, if I'm that, not gonna sit up here as a Browns fan, somebody who wants to see Joe Burrow fail. And to, I, I think Joe Burrow's the guy. I seen the look in his eyes. I seen the poise. I seen him settle in. I seen him start to look good. I thought at the beginning of the game they were very, very, very conservative with him. Which, what do you have? 192 passing yards. I didn't see. Well, I didn't see many looks to Boyd. Him and Boyd couldn't hook up much. They didn't hit it till like I think the fourth. Right. Um. And I seen him targeting AJ a lot, which is okay. Um. That's so a safety blanket. I, right. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pinpoint. I don't think Joe Burrow played bad at all. But I would give him a C. But, yeah. But I do think Zach Taylor was conservative with him. And the, the biggest thing that I seen who we've talked about in here before, the offensive line. Now, they did settle in in the second half, but they looked terrible in the first half. Fucking terrible. They still couldn't run the ball. Um, they didn't try to run the ball enough either. And there were Nixon's too. fumble, which is unusual. That's like a – dude, that's such a freak play. Like, yeah. he, he kind of spins, and that dude's just right there, head on the ball. Yeah. They happen. Um, and another thing, and, and it's on Taylor because Taylor calls the plays – I feel like there were too many empty sets. I know he ran those yeah, a lot in LSU. Yeah. And you don't get a, with I, I get a line that. like that. It's just you don't Yeah, there's, you there's, don't get away with a lot of that at this level. I understand that he ran empty a lot at LSU. That's fine, but this is the NFL. This is maybe the best defensive line that we play all year, arguably. Yeah, one of the better twice. defenses. It's Pittsburgh, one of yeah. the, it's one of the better D-lines we'll play all year. I don't understand why you're in so many empty sets, and I don't feel like they tried hard enough to establish the run. Right. I and, you know, it, and a lot of it's weird. You know, everything that we talk about, except for probably Taylor's time management, can be chalked up to, you know, they had no preseason. It, everything easily could. Everything that the Browns dealt with could be like, well, new offense, no preseason. New coaches, you know? new shit. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's a lot of stuff. So pre- Preseason hurt our teams for sure. I have. Yeah, for no, sure. No doubt in my mind, preseason hurt our two teams. But, I mean, you know, the big story is Burrow and really terrible bonehead pick on that shovel pass. But outside of that, I'm not super mad at the guy. When when he gets the ball in his hands with no timeouts, with, you know, what was it, a little over three minutes left, I think, down three, he drives you down the field, he puts a ball in the end zone that's in play for your best receiver to come down with and make a play on. I, I was very impressed with that throw from a rookie. Obviously, the pass interference nullifies it. I, I mean, I don't know what more I can ask from a guy in his first start with a yeah, and bad he, line and no preseason. He'll clean up the mistakes. You know, he'll stop throwing to the defensive tackles, and you know, it's and, just you got to live to fight another day, right? Then, man. Take, I mean, you know, go. will find other ways. You know, they've got to find more of his plays to where he what he needs to what they, he needs to do tomorrow is he needs to get the ball out of his hands early find a rhythm. Like I said, they were more conservative with him in that first half to where I don't think he got into a rhythm until like weird. the fourth quarter. It was like a weird conservative, though, because he threw the ball a lot. But they're they're throwing very short routes right. and check downs a lot. I I personally think Mixon has to get more involved. You just gave him all that fucking money. Run so, the ball. So we'll hit on that game of uh, the first game of week two here in a minute. But let's go down this list real quick, man. Just hit on everybody else's teams here. Kansas City and Houston, We we, we, we I thought we – we knew that. I mean, Houston tried to make it a game there at the end, but Pat Mahomes has all those weapons, and he fucking is God and shit. So, I mean, what is there to say about the Chiefs? I think they're in the best position to run it back. I think – now, I do think Baltimore's going to be good. I mean, I'm not just saying that because they kicked our teeth in. I think everybody knew that coming into the season. 
I, Chiefs look good in your can't say much, can you? Yeah, I mean, the, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was a fucking monster. Absolute, absolute steal. Uh, Seattle and Atlanta, man, Russell Wilson looked fucking great. You know, Russ made some plays that people would have been like, oh, only Pat Mahomes can do this yeah. if Pat Mahomes did it. Russ well, doesn't get the enough only other only other quarterbacks making some of those throws he made is Aaron Rodgers, which he did, and uh, and Pat Mahomes. But, but you know, Atlanta didn't look bad neither, though. I thought I thought Matt Ryan looked pretty good. Yeah, they hung in there yeah. pretty well. Julio went off like, 100, like 140 yards or something. Uh, Buffalo takes care of the Jets. It looks like. Le'Veon's going to be sidelined for a little He's bit. He's on IR. Yeah, so at least I, I, I IR's three weeks now at the, at the at the earliest though. It's not the whole eight week thing. I just, I don't, if if nobody somebody listening doesn't know, right? That. Um. <clears throat> oh, the fucking Bears and Lions comes down to the end. DeAndre Swift yeah. fucking drops a wide open game winning touchdown. Rookie man, man, rookie, rookies, rookie mistakes, man. Like I said, no preseason. It's tough. New England and Cam Newton looked pretty good as they beat Miami. Cam Newton was like, man, fuck this. this is a little you bit remember, of a revenge game. Or you, not even a revenge game, but a revenge Like, I'm tour. back, He's motherfuckers. On right, right. Here I am. Yeah, and somebody tried to snatch his chain. When we were watching, I was like, dude, what the fuck? Oh, is like, that what fight, that was about? Somebody was trying to snatch his chain after the game, yeah. <laughs> Cam wasn't about that shit. He might dress like a fucking woman, but he'll fight for his chain, apparently. <laughs> Dwayne Haskins and the Washington football team. Come back from 17 down to upset Philly. upset the Philadelphia Eagles, man. Hey man, Haskins, shout out yeah. to Ron Rivera undergoing oh, cancer treatment. IV at halftime. IV at halftime scheduled. Coaching his team and Haskins steps up, rallies the team while Rivera's over getting his IV. Haskins looked pretty good. Brought him back from seventeen down, and and he had had a really bad year last they year. They look like so. a decent team, man. Ron Rivera, uh, oh, can coach. I like Ron Rivera. Good, I do too. And, uh, you know, hopefully he can continue this while beating cancer. The uh, Las Vegas Raiders go into Carolina and beat the Panthers Called in a it. high scoring game, thirty four to thirty. Josh Jacobs, uh, three touchdowns. Derek Carr looks pretty good. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey did his, his thing. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater did his thing. Robbie yeah. Anderson did his thing. That was just a good game. Robbie Anderson on my fucking fantasy bench would have helped me out, actually. Um, biggest upset of the week, in my opinion, although we got some stats from a Jacksonville fan that uh, Indianapolis has not won in Jacksonville since 2014, and Gardner Minshew and the tanking Jacksonville Jaguars upset <laughs> – Philip Rivers and the Indianapolis Colts. Shout Marlon, out to Josh. Marlon Mack. Uh, Torres Achilles, Achilles, and he's out for the season. That's a big loss there. Yeah, that that does suck. I need to see if my waiver claim for Hines went through or not. Um, and here's the big one. Let's talk. Let's touch on this one for a minute. The New Orleans Saints whoop up on Tom woo! Brady and the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. I think that's another team, man. Just not enough time together at at this point. I can't judge them yet. Um, now Brady made some throws where, and Bruce Arians called him out, which I don't know if that's smart, but, uh, Alvin Kamara goes off and it looks like Michael Thomas is going to miss a couple weeks to a high ankle sprain. Um, what do you think about the bucks there, man? I think people need to chill out on Tom Brady a little bit. Yeah. It's, they're, they're going to, they're going to settle in. It's a new offense. It's a new team. It's the first time he's worn something that's not a Patriot Jersey. Let's not really go ape shit on tom brady yet yeah um, give him give it some time we both said that we thought the saints would probably win that game because they have the chemistry chemistry been chemistry over talent all day and i think that that tampa's still going to be there in it um you know having a division loss week one to the team that's probably going to win your division is a little bit rough to bounce back from um you know when it comes to trying to win your division but um 
I didn't expect it to be that bad, but I can completely understand why it was. Right. They just don't have enough reps, man. Gronk's got to get back right. into shape. Brady's Brady's got to get you know timing and reps down with Godwin. And practice reps are good. In shorts, reps are good, but game reps matter. Not a whole lot of there for Mike Evans, who was questionable going into that game. Yeah, he got he to play, but it go. didn't look like he was at his full strength. Um, another big ups, uh, upset, the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray upset the uh, San Francisco 49ers and San Fran. And boy, boy, did they look good. Kyler. Kyler looked good, Out to dude. prove me wrong. <laughs> DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins, Hopkins, 140 yards. Career high in catches, career high in yards, First I believe, game. for him. First game, their defense look good. Dude, Drake Kirkpatrick out there making plays. Yeah. Um, they look good, man. They did. I didn't expect it. Um, that we we said, you know, that they, they fucked with San Fran a little bit last year, but they yeah, you guys kept making that point, and I kept saying no way. I'll be honest. Yeah, but but Hopkins seemed to to put them over the hump on. They're going to be an and interesting team dude, to watch. That play you sent of Larry Fitzgerald, you know how they're oh, running man. that that two minute drill. They're out of timeouts. Guys will catch the ball, drop the ball, run to the line. Fitzgerald runs up into the crowd of people, fucking snatches the ball, sprints down, spots yeah. it, or gives it to the ref to spot and gets up. They spike the ball. They kick fucking it. love Larry Fitz, man. Man, he, he deserves so too. much more. Yeah. He, he I, deserves so much more. I wouldn't more. mind seeing him get one. You know what I mean? It's just it's I would have if he would have got it against but... fucking Pittsburgh. Fuck <laughs> San Antonio Holmes. Um, the Los Angeles Rams, in my opinion, they upset the Dallas Cowboys here on uh, Sunday night football. Uh Malcolm Brown stepping right in for Gurley and didn't miss a beat. Dude, they to me they almost bullied the Cowboys. They did. They they looked good, man. Uh, Sean McVay was like, you know, fuck doing these five five wide sets, four wide sets. He said we're gonna do a lot more heavy formation and just pound the rock, and they did, dude. And they looked good doing it. Yeah, they 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 did, and there was a questionable OPI call there on that game, but I think it was a, a good call too. I don't know, man. I just don't believe in Dallas. I don't believe in Dak. I'm, I don't believe in golf all that much. But I think Dallas is going to be all right. But I think the Rams, they, they surprised me. I think they're going to do have a pretty good season. That's going to be a tough division, man. Yeah, 49ers, is. Rams. And maybe the Cardinals. Seahawks and Cardinals. Holy shit. Yeah, that might be better than the AFC North, man. Holy shit. I didn't think about that. Well, maybe with the way Cleveland looked. <laughs> right, yeah, we're going to get to that in a minute. Uh, Monday, first Monday night, Pittsburgh. Uh, versus the Giants, Pittsburgh wins that 26-16, and God damn that defense. That is a scary defense, dude. It's not far off from the project- projections that we had last week. Um, that defense is really dude, fucking good. Dude, that front seven, holy hell. The, Danny mean, Dimes, though, man. He was Saquon g- had like seven carries for six yards. Jason Garrett trying to get revenge. Yeah. Jason Garrett calls their plays now. Fucking, but dude. I just can't get off their defense. Not only that, Ben, I even tweeted, I said, man, Ben looks terrible. It looks like he needs to shake the rust off. That motherfucker shook the rust off. and looked Right like after ben you said that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand the all-out blitz and let Ben sit back there and throw it up to Juju. That that, that play made no sense from a defensive standpoint. And we, we were talking about Danny Dimes. I was like, man, I don't like Danny Dimes. He's looking all right. And then he just threw like a fucking terrible pick. Right. Just a horrible one at the goal line to like a defensive Pittsburgh line. Pittsburgh looks like the truth, though. Unfortunately, they look like a 10-12 to 12 game. Uh, I don't know, man. Every time Ben got hurt, it looked like or hit. I like watching like the fall. Yeah. Where I'm a Browns fan, I like watching him oh, fall. Yeah. And just I get... love watching him. <laughs> I still hope and his career the, ends on an injury. And then the late Monday night game, a good one, man. Tennessee beats Denver 16-14. to <laughs> Steven uh, Goskowski missed like four fucking field goals. And then he hit the one that mattered. Yeah. Uh, Drew Locke looked good. I fuck with um, Drew Locke. They end up losing Lindsey for a little bit to a turf toe. Um, Tennessee, just good defense. Run the ball with Henry. Tannehill looked good. Corey Davis looked good. 
just uh, all around, man. What a good week one. Yeah, absolutely. And I love coming to your house, eating just a shit ton of food, not moving from that spot for like 12 hours and then coming home and not moving for a few more hours to watch football. And I cannot <laughs> wait to do it again Sunday. I know. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're going to get to our last topic here. Tomorrow is when you're coming over to my house. We're going to order some pizza. Yeah. The, the, my Cleveland Browns are hosting your Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. Joe Burrow versus Baker Mayfield. It's the conversation around here of the offseason. Oh, Joe Burrow's already better even though he hasn't taken a snap. Please. Um, anyways, what do you think, Drew? What are you thinking? How's it going tomorrow? Cleveland. I know you got to have some kind of optimism here for your teammates, especially after watching us get slaughtered. Cleveland's pretty banged up. Yeah, um, Jack Conklin. Let's see. Let's get on the list. Jack Conklin, J.C. Treader, uh, Jedrick Wills. Jarvis Landry and Olivier Vernon are all questionable. I think three or four play. Um, but, yeah, but the Bengals also have Geno out. They have Mike Daniels out. They have uh, Sean Williams out. And then the right guard that you guys just picked up. What's his name? Uh, Suafalo. And to be completely honest with you, when Billy Suofalo Price – Suafalo went to IR, actually. When Billy Price came in, he actually played better than him, which is weird. I never thought I'd actually say Billy Price played better than that guy. Um, but – he did. Um, I think that they have to establish the running game. Who? The Bengals. And I, the Browns. I, well, both. I mean, yeah, both teams. But I think that with the Browns having a questionable secondary right now, and really I thought they would have a questionable run defense, but they held Baltimore in check pretty well. Um, they're going to have to open up play action for Burrow. I think that the Bengals' defense – is going to struggle with the run. You know, there's not a guy on the Bengals roster that can replace Geno Atkins. But when I was like, Mike Daniels is coming, I'm like, okay, he can hold his own. Right. He can. Good he vet can, is a good vet yeah, pickup. He can do well. But now with him out, it's it's getting pretty light there, man. I, I don't know. Um, so it's going to be uh, the, these young linebackers that they have. Josh Bynes, by the way, looked very good on Sunday. I was impressed with him. I didn't think I didn't expect all that much out of him. Um, so he's going to have a big task here trying to keep Chubb in check, keeps, keep Kareem Hunt in check. It's really a game I can see either team winning. Um, uh, the Bengals showed me enough last week against that defense, you know, to, to make me think that they can move the ball, but they got to put more points on the board because at the end of the day they still only put up 13 points. Mm-hmm. That's not going to get you wins a lot in the NFL. Um, Cleveland's offense didn't really show me anything. No, but how to leave receivers wide open. But at the same time, they played against you know an AFC Championship contending team that I expect this year. But I think the difference is going to be Austin fucking Cybert is out for revenge, motherfuckers. You yeah, want to cut him? Yeah, but Bullock is playing. Yeah, I know. Dude, <laughs> so why is it fucking fat ass Randy Bullock was on the injury report and it said calves. Not not right calf, not left calf, calves. He knew he fucking missed that as soon as he kicked it. He said, oh, man, my left calf grabbed on me. And then there's a picture of him holding his right one. And then there's a picture of him holding both. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But, yeah, looks like Fat Randy's going to kick. Um, now, Prediction. What is it? I'm going to go. Come on. You know you, know you have optim- you're optimistic the Bengals are going to win. Come on. I'm not. I'm not. You're not? I, you don't think the Bengals are going to win? Well, it's not that I don't think that they're going to win. You think it's going to be a close They one. can win. I just – 
the Bengals have conditioned me to never be optimistic. You know, it's, it's a lot like like last year. I was like, okay, you know, we played pretty damn good against Seattle in Seattle. Okay, cool. And then it all went to shit. I'm done with the moral victory side of shit. I didn't even like it all that much last year. There's no more moral victories. Just win fucking football games. Um, and I'm not going to bet my fucking beard on it either with Aaron Lakes ever in my <laughs> life. I bet you one time that I'd have to shave my face and go baby face, I and I picture. fucking lost it. All right, so fuck that. I'm not betting my beard or my mullet, which I don't know if anybody saw the video from the wedding I was at, but it looks pretty fucking glorious, so I'm not going to risk that. Bengals, 27, Cleveland, 24. All right, my turn. Go ahead. So I'm not trying to be a homer here, but I had, and I didn't have any expectations coming into this season. I told you that. I said I'm done being paper champs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that coming in. But I do think – that there is a running team there in Cleveland that we have not seen yet. Um, I'm sure there is. Geno Atkins, Mike uh, Mike Daniels out. The middle's wide open. I know they have DJ Reader there. But I think the Browns run for with Hunt and, and Chubb, I think that they go for anywhere between 150 to 200 yards. Damn, whoa. I think they gash them with the run. I think they open up the run. Um, Baker's going to throw three picks. Five for five – for, <laughs> 5.6 yards per carry from our running backs against Baltimore. And, and he, got stopped, away from he it. stopped running, Kevin it's Kitchens. That's why I said it. It's, Kevin Kitchens. Don't, hey, don't steal, don't steal my shit. I saw your tweet. <laughs> but I think that the Browns bounce back after that. I'm, I'm confident in it. I don't think that they blitz Burrow. Like I told you guys, they did Lamar 48.2% of the time. No, they They're won't. not going to do that. They're going to try and confuse him with some zone. They are going to get after him, though. The, we've said this at the beginning. How in the fuck is Bobby Hart going to even contain Miles Garrett? So I think Garrett ends up with a couple sacks. If they keep him over there in Bobby Hart, that's going to be murder. Um, biggest thing, like I said, I think it sets up the play action with the 150 to the 200 yards. I have Browns 34, Bengals 17. Damn, you got a blowout like 34, that? 34-17 is my prediction. Jesus Christ. Now, but listen, we lose this game and it's on Baker Mayfield. I'm done. Was well, it this game or not? Because you said earlier, maybe next. It's going to be hard not to be this game. We not? should be a team with a rookie with a rookie quarterback who hasn't had any practice. Even though we haven't either, it should be easy to run the ball on this team. They're not great against the run. They have rookie linebackers everywhere. Um, they're beat up on the line. This should be. We should be able to run the rock here. 34-17 Cleveland. And another thing I didn't point out when we were talking about the Bengals game, A.J. Green looked pretty good in his first game back he in a looked, couple years. He looked like man, a guy that's missed time to me. I thought he looked pretty good. But yeah, I think um, I had like, what, 50 yards? Uh, 60, yeah, 60-some. Um, but, man, every time he was down, I was like, is he limping? Like, like yeah. he was limping. Like, one time it did, but I was like, and you know, he, his foot could have got stepped on, but I was like, God damn, is he limping? I, I don't see – I didn't see enough from the Browns' office to make me think that they're going to hang 34. Um, I feel it. I feel it like it's coming. You know, but as long as well as long as that line's in too, I think that I think that the line plays. I know J.C. Treader's going to play. He's been questionable since last year at Week One. He has something going on with his every week ankle or some shit. Wills it ended up being a bruise. So I know those two are going to play. Conklin's obviously the big one. Um, and Landry, I think Landry plays too, but we'll see. Uh yeah, I would I would probably imagine they do. Um, so we'll uh we'll sh- we'll talk shit to each other tomorrow, man. We'll You're gonna live come over tweet for it. some pizza and watch it. It's gonna it should be a fun one. 
Well, yeah, well, well, I'm sure we'll be active on Twitter. I've been saying I need to get off Twitter because people are pissing me the fuck off, but I'm probably not going to. Um, so, um, we're, you know, I think that's going to be a good time. We'll, like I said, keep an eye on our Twitter pages. We like to tweet during the games. Maybe we'll uh, get some information out there to you that you may not see from the screen. I don't fucking know. Um, or maybe we'll just post a bunch of videos of us talking shit to each other and calling each other names like fat ass and dumb ass. I don't know. But as a reminder, right now it is 534. We've been in here for about an hour. We're getting ready to wrap things up, but our pick'em will be live and able to enter up until eight o'clock, seven thirty. Seven thirty. I'm calling it seven thirty just right. to give me time to get everything set up. Um, so we still got twenty people in there, two hundred bucks up for grabs. I will post this up a couple more times just to get it in front of people so they know to get in. Who is going to win the money? Cash app dollar sign Drew Garrison. Get in, make your picks, download the app finally. And we will have a good time with this. And then we will be back in next Somebody week. Somebody wants 200 bucks. Come on, guys. I know. I do. I fuck. No, I want to win. I was down I was in the bottom of the list. I didn't do very well at all. So I'm going to pay a little bit more attention. As a reminder, you can update your picks. You have to have all of your picks in before 730 Thursday night. But you can change the picks for all the Sunday games up until they kick off. So if anything changes injury report-wise, you can up until kickoff. So – uh, that is a reminder. We will have all of that information out and try to get this thing up to higher than it was last week. And we will be back in here next week to grade our teams on how they do against each other and uh, preview of everything that's going on. NBA Finals will be nearing about there because I guess Lakers' first game is Friday tomorrow or yeah Friday at six. Um, so we'll we'll have a good pulse on what's going on in the conference finals of the NBA. Um, any developments on the Big Ten, we will be right back here for it. I appreciate everybody tuning in. And who day? Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll be back in here next week. Locker Room Talk Uncut. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.